This Wednesday, we have a very special feast in the life of the church. It's an ancient feast. It is the day in which we remember the Annunciation of our Lord to Mary. March the 25th is exactly nine months before that other great feast we keep, December 25th, the mystery of the Incarnation, God taking on our human flesh to bring us back into relationship with the eternal mystery of love, to bring us back to life, true and everlasting life that's on offer now in Jesus Christ. And wondrously, what we remember this day, March the 25th, this Wednesday, is that God acts through us, with us, and in us. And the first disciple, the first great hero of our faith is a simple peasant girl, Mary, a teenage girl who portrayed in art and celebrated in East and West is often uh, praying at a praying bench, a pray-do, in wonderful Anglican fashion. She's sitting at a prayer desk with her prayer book opened, and the angel Gabriel enters into her life and says that God is going to do this extraordinary thing in her very person. Mary is in this prayerful posture of receptivity. And in this season, these unprecedented times, frankly, where we're, we, I'm recording this in my own home, we're perhaps uh, given the, the chance to take a little bit more time to carve it out where we might find our own pray do, our own prayer desk, our own spot in our apartment where we can be still and open up our souls to receive what God wants to bring into our lives. So on this day, March the 25th, we remember the first great disciple, this figure of Mary, who is able to make room in her very person for God's loving action to do a new thing in the history of the world and to bring us back to life through the very spirit that over shadows her. So Mary's vocation, opening herself up prayerfully to the will of God, that it might be on earth as it is in heaven, is our vocation too. Does Mary hold a very special place? Yes, she pivots the history of what God has done in this world. We should honor her, celebrate her, and remember her. But let's also remember that God has worked through a human being, just like us. And that's what the Holy Spirit means to do. I'll end with this prayer that we say on the Feast of the Annunciation. Let us pray. Pour your grace into our hearts, O Lord, that we who have known the incarnation of your Son, Jesus Christ, announced by an angel to the Virgin Mary, may by his cross and passion be brought to the glory of his resurrection, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Friends, I hope that you'll continue to look for these weekly emails and reflections, that you'll participate in our live stream Eucharist, that you'll join us for prayer. Above all, know that we are in this together. And even if we need out of uh, Christian 
wisdom, and uh, a true concern and care for the vulnerable. If we need to remain physically distant, which we do, know that as the body of Christ, the Holy Spirit keeps us close to one another in prayer. Also know that you can reach out to the clergy. The best way to do that is an email address, pastoralcare at stjames.org. I look forward to seeing you all soon back in the church where we can celebrate a great feast. And until then, the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be upon you this day and forevermore. Amen.